and welcome to the Armchair Analysts. My name is Rob, and this is my dad, Ed. Hi. Since the early 70s, I've been watching the NFL with my dad, and just as long, we've been coaching teams, announcing games, and analyzing all things NFL from the comfortable distance of fandom. And now we're bringing you into our discussions. So grab some snacks and the best seat in the house, and join us, the Armchair Analysts. Excellent, excellent. So we're at week 14, and we're getting into the thick of it now. But before we go to week 14, we will look at week 13. And uh, I don't think you did as bad as you think you did. You went 9 and 7. Okay. So you were, you know, in the positive at least. Yeah. Win record. Uh, Elliot Harrison joined you at 9 and 7. Hey, I'm starting to get to be right up there with Elliot. Yep. And I went 11-5. and five. Wow, you got hot again. Good yeah. job. Two weeks in a row did pretty good. So Yeah, that, that was a crazy week. Yep. It was a good one. I mean, yeah. man, well, we're going to get into stuff, but I did not have the sound on during the Cowboys-Saints game, but it sure looked like the referees were just handing that game to the Cowboys. Well, I told you my signal went out, and I fell asleep. I was laying there on the couch, and signal went out, and uh, uh, that was it. I didn't see no more until you sent me a text saying what you said. There was a, there was a uh, very generous spot for a first down, um, you know, what looked to be some ticky-tack defensive calls, those kind of things. And, of course, speaking of the refs blowing stuff, how about the false start on the Chargers' long touchdown pass, the only points they scored in the first half? Yeah, yeah. Completely blown, and the refs admitted it, and they're like, well, we missed one. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that, that don't help them after they admit it, but uh, it's, it's, I guess it goes with the human, with the human uh, condition. I, I heard but did not see that on the punt return for a touchdown, there was a block in the back they missed also. That would have yeah. brought that back. We just couldn't do anything. Did you see that thing I sent you about the game plan for a whole game, just coming in with nothing but third down plays? Yeah. <laughs> I think it would work. Oh, because I, well, except for, I mean, a lot of times the, the goal of first and second down is to get you in third and short or third and manageable so that you're not always in third and ten. You know. But if you but if you've been watching a lot of the games, particularly examples, Chargers, Steelers, but I've been watching it all year, college and pro. Teams, the first couple of downs, they don't do and then there, you think you got them. It's third, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and bingo! It's like clockwork. They always get it. And I'm thinking, what if you had started with them and ran? You'd have three shots at those plays. Uh, you know, if you can get one under pressure consistently, like teams have been doing, when it's third down, what if you? You know, it took three shots. You got to get one of them. Right. <laughs> but if you don't make it on the first two, you're always going to be third and ten. Right. Like, and like I said, going to have a third it, and one. It, it seems like that's when all the teams are doing their best, though, when they're third and. <laughs> seems like the first two downs, they just wasted them. And then they all of a sudden they pulled out of their 
you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I mean, maybe New England, New England does New England does it all the time. The Chargers did it against us. Uh, just just over and over and over it gets almost disgusting sometimes <laughs> maybe you just, we just give them two downs it's first and ten and that's it if you don't get it you punt yeah no no I, you think I'm being um, crazy but I am being serious I, I'd like to see somebody try that say look we're going to run every when we get the possession of the ball we're going to have three third you know three third down calls and if we make it fine we not we keep keep going through the rotation I think one of the three is going to click yeah <laughs> you may very well be right when I uh, win the Powerball tonight I'll buy you a team alright man I'll I don't even care which one. Give me any one of them you want, and I'll take it from there. Well, the good ones are going to be expensive, so I'm going to have yeah. to get you, like, uh, hmm. I don't know. We'll talk maybe the Jets. They, they might That's be a, cheap. Yeah, big, big uh, metropolitan city draw like that there. Even though maybe they're any good, they're going to be expensive, too. But we have to figure they're all going to be expensive. Yeah, well. That's they, all right. They probably will. I'll, I'll get you a USFL team. Okay, there you go. We'll go from there. (laughs) All right. All right, so we're going to jump right into it um, because, as we mentioned, it's week 14, and all these games, well, I don't know about all, but a lot of these games have uh, playoff implications and at least interesting storylines. And speaking of least interesting storylines, we start with tomorrow's game, Jaguars at Titans. Yeah, uh, yeah. I tell you, there's two two teams that are just driving me bonkers this year. Is Mariota back or not? Do you know? As far as I know, he is. He played last week, didn't he? Um, I don't know. I didn't follow that one real close. I'm pretty like sure he did. I'm pretty sure he threw an interception at least once. And then the Jaguars, they turned around and knocked off the Colts, right? Uh, yes, they did. Uh, I'm just going to say Titans. Uh, okay, I believe that yeah I said the same thing and so here is my rationale you might appreciate this or you might not um, but I went back and forth and I thought geez you know I just I want to pick a tie I think this game's just going to be an ugly boring 12 to 12 tie you know and the Titans have tie in their name so I picked the Titans <laughs> Well, that's as good as reading as any. They they have played on Thursday for the past couple of years that this color rush thing has been going on, and it's the yeah. worst game ever to watch. It's this powder blue on one side and this yucky gold color on the other. It's just a mess. It's yeah, I remember gross. you told me mentioned that to me one time. Oh man, and I'd, I'd like to. I do like when the Steelers wear their bumblebee uniforms. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. I like their their color rush ones are all black too. I mean, yeah. not all black, but they're predominantly black. Uh, those are okay. All right. So next up um, is the other part of that same division: Colts at Texans, and uh, this one is much more interesting and has some playoffs implications. There, the Colts are six and six on the bubble. And of course, the Texans 
are working their way up the charts. They're tied with the Patriots, and they could possibly get the second seed, and they're only one game behind the Chiefs. They could end up with the first seed. Yeah, it started out 0-3, so that's yep. sort of amazing. But uh, nine games in a row. Yeah. And some of them early wins were ugly. I mean, just barely and close and everything else. And then after that, they started uh, even, I don't know, believing in themselves even more, I think. So, however, the Colts, they've been almost, I'm always, always on the wrong side of them yep. this season. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Texans. Okay. Uh, I went with the Texans also mostly because they're at home. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they were playing in Indy, then maybe I'd take uh, take the Colts. But you know, it's a that's a hard one. It's going to be a good game, though. I think. <laughs> Next up is Jets at Bills, another divisional matchup. I'm going to take the Bills. They to me seem to be trending a little bit better, so I'll, I'll go with them. I agree. The Jets are struggling. The Bills are at home. It might be four feet of snow in Buffalo. Who knows? Yeah. Colder, colder than a witch. The, the game that uh, Sean McCoy likes to score 100 yards and two touchdowns in when there's six feet of snow on the ground. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> uh, next will not be snow. Patriots at the Dolphins. Now, wouldn't, wouldn't you laugh if it snowed down there? Um, in Miami? I'd be... <laughs> Not only laughing, I'd be scared. Well, the way things have been going, we've been predicting sometimes, I think it's going to snow down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say this again, uh, Dolphins and who? Uh, the uh, Patriots. If you noticed over the years, one of their games that they do sometimes blow during regular season is Miami game. I don't know why Miami's had that kind of luck against them or ability. Right. Uh Especially in Miami, so that's absolutely true. And the Dolphins are first in line of the teams that are not making the wild card right now. The Ravens right. are seven and five. Dolphins are six and six. Yeah. And the Ravens, as we'll discuss in a minute, are going to play the Chiefs. So if okay. you can imagine them having a good shot at losing that game, the Dolphins could sneak in there, or the Colts, or the Broncos, yeah, or the Titans. They're all six and six. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm gonna still. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I think they're still in a thick enough, close enough that they're still uh, concerned about home field advantage. I agree. Uh, give them some incentive. So uh, I'm gonna say the Patriots. I agree. They're the second seed right now. They're one game behind the Chiefs, and they're tied with the third seed, Houston, at nine and three. Right. Uh, so next, like I mentioned a minute ago, is the Ravens at Chiefs. Ravens at the Chiefs. Well, of course you know it's old news now. They let go of Hunt. Yep. And the Ravens' defensive has been pretty much lights out. Uh, Lamar Jackson's uh, Flacco might never get his uh, team back. Uh, but uh, having said all that, I'm going to figure uh, the Chiefs and Mahomes got 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 something that they can pull out of their sleeve on that one so I'm going to take the Chiefs this is going to be a good game uh, I think the 
Chiefs have a good offense. The Ravens have a good defense. The Chiefs defense isn't that good. The Ravens yeah, offense is not They just try to outscore you. <laughs> right, exactly. The, the Ravens offense is not great, but it's not bad. So well, they got the best kicker, uh, field goal kicker in pro football by far and have had for the last few years. Right, but they will also be playing away in one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. I was telling you, that goes back and forth between them and Seattle. They had a right. guy who, uh, they have like a, a record book or whatever. He goes in with decibel things and, you know, the Seahawks Hawks will have it and then the Chiefs will get it back and then the Seahawks will get it and the Chiefs will get it back. So, Right. Uh, but I like the Chiefs. All right. So, so far we've picked all the same ones because I'm picking the Chiefs too. Okay. And we're all on the same page this time. Um, next up is what I've termed the Disappointment Bowl. It's and like it's, the Toilet Bowl. What? Like the Toilet Bowl? No, this is... The Toilet Bowl would be like the teams that just stink. You know, that didn't have any chance or whatever. But I like it. I like it. Toilet Bowl, they stink. That's good. Well, yeah. <laughs> I said it that way on purpose. Okay. Uh, but this is the Disappointment Bowl because these are teams that had high expectations at the beginning of the season and they're not going so well. Things aren't going so well. All right. so this Disappointment Bowl features the Falcons at the Packers. Well, I tell you what, uh, all the controversy swirling around the Packers and I don't know. Uh, tell me about some. You were going to tell me about Rodgers and McCarthy. Well, apparently they haven't been getting along very good most of the year. And uh, they uh, finally they lost the game to the Cardinals of all teams. And um, they fired McCarthy. And, right. of course, I think I think they might have been at home. And, uh, of course, uh, then the day or two after, the new coach fired the other uh, coordinator, uh, offensive coordinator, I think, or defense, I can't remember. Anyway, he fired that guy. And that guy's been with him for 13 years. And um, plus... Terry Bradshaw was emotional. I mean, he unloaded on Rodgers. I mean, he before any of the other one when they got the word he they fired uh, McCarthy. Right before any of the other guys on that panel got to say anything, uh, like I said, Bradshaw was emotional. He said, "Well, Rodgers, you got what you wanted. You got McCarthy fired." And then he said, uh, this is all on you, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he, he, them other guys had to pretty much calm him down and try to smooth it out. And uh, Bradshaw said, if there's one thing, he said, I would never wanted to have been known for, he said, if I had got Chuck Noll fired, he said, you know, right. for having a bad season. He said, I wouldn't have been proud of that. You know, on and on, he kept going. They couldn't calm him down, man. He was furious. So he said, you know, players should not be running the team, you know, <laughs> making those decisions. And like I said, them are guys. And then, like Strahan, you know, he's one of them. He's smooth as, as silk. Said, well, you know, things run their cycles, you know. Uh, it's time to go through a new cycle. And everybody and, and some of them are saying, well, it might not have went down the way it should have, but 
Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so it was pretty, pretty controversial. And uh, a lot of people think that Rogers is just, you know, it's not hasn't been performing and he's blaming it all on McCarthy. But then the other people are saying, well, the reason they're not performing is they haven't been, you know, getting him any help and making bad uh, personnel choices, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But having said all that, it's, uh, it, like I said, if you, I don't know if Bradshaw will calm down, or, but if you get a chance, if you see him comment, or you can go back and see see the original. I don't know whether you have that information warehouse somewhere. But having said all that, and I digress, uh, I'm going to take the Packers at home mainly because they're in that cold weather up there, and Atlanta's not used to it. Wow, so I take, figured for sure after all that you were going for the Falcons. Well, no, I, I picked no. the Packers also, so we're still no. on the same page. My thought was... Uh, especially this year, but a lot of times the coaching change has immediate bounce back. Like the team has dramatically improved the next week. And then normally they start to regress a little bit after that, but that's the way it's seeming to play out. So I think the Packers with new coaches are going to be fired up and we'll see. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be I'm not, like I said, if I had to come down to one defining thing, now, even though I think both teams are in a little bit of disarray because, like you said, they neither team was, they had high expectations and neither team performed. I just got to go with the cold weather uh, guys. In addition to the other is, issue you brought up, uh, I'll go with the Packers. And the Falcons look not good in the last game. Of course, the Ravens have good defense and all that, but they didn't look that good at all. Yeah, they've been pretty consistently all year managing to not look good. <laughs> yeah. At least not for four quarters. They might have a good quarter here and there, but they just they can't seem to, for four quarters, put it all together. That game they played against the Saints early in the year when it went to overtime, uh, you know, they blew it at the end, but they looked like they could hang with the Saints at that point. Well, and so did the Browns though early in the year. They took it to the what, overtime or to the very end with the Saints. So. But uh, Well, good segue because next up is the Panthers at the Browns. Uh, I still think we talked about this before. I still think Newton gets in a funk. And I still think he's in a funk, but uh, Baker threw through three picks last week, which he's not been. He's been better than that, but uh, I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm going to go with the Browns at home just because I think Baker's got the kind of mentality that he'll want to come back and rebound from those three picks. Wow, with, we are still picking all the same. <laughs> I thought for sure you'd pick the Panthers on that one, and not, which is not why I picked the Browns. Um, Panthers have lost four in a row, at yeah. least, if not more than that. Yeah. Um, I think they were six and two at one point. Now they're six and six. Uh, and they should have never won that one game against the Giants earlier in the year with that, you know, sixty-yard field goal with you know a few seconds left. Right, they pulled out of there, but but 
Right. I mean, so, uh, well, I mean, all that stuff works out in the wash because they should have went for overtime against the Lions or whoever instead of going for two at the end of the game. They could have put that in overtime and won that one. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's a big picture kind of thing, but I'm still taking the Browns. All right, I'm going with you. Cindy will be happy. We both picked the well, Browns. We'll, we'll be sinking on the same ship together. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if the ship sinks, we are definitely going down together. That's seven games so far, and we picked them all the same. All right. Uh, next up is Saints at Buccaneers. Well, I got the Saints have got to be hungry to whip some butt after last week. And even though Winston has played you better, I still don't like that guy and that team, so I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, I picked the Saints also. I had maybe a little more heartache with it. Uh, I think the Buccaneers are going to play them tougher at Tampa Bay than people expect. Plus, the Saints have been... I mean, if you look back, first of all, the Buccaneers beat them once already. And they beat, you know, very first game right. of the year, 48-40 to 40 or whatever. Um, plus, the Saints... You know, did not look very good against Dallas, rep issues aside. Uh, they could not generate a whole lot of offense at all. And like you pointed out about the Browns and some other games throughout the year, they've kind of gotten away with a couple here and there. So, yeah. I mean, I think they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. But their record might be overstating it just a bit. Um so I think it's going to be closer than people expect, but I'm still going to pick the Saints because the Saints ought to win, and they've got enough to play for that they ought to be hungry to win. So, well, it's interesting we picked the same team, but I'm not going to. We're we're going to disagree on the the whereas if so, I, I do think the Saints have been overrated in a sense because. They whip up on some of these teams that are, uh, I don't know, not functioning too well. But at this one, Saints are, I think, going to be so embarrassed after last week. I think they'll score 50 points against the Buccaneers. They're going to come out there and just that ball's going to hardly ever touch the touch the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to say 50 points or better for the Saints this week. All right. All right. We'll see how that works. All right. That's what your gut is telling you, right? Yep. So speaking of guts, next up is Giants at the Redskins. And how about my gut telling me that the Giants were going to beat the Bears? I wanted to pick the Bears so bad, but when it came well, time, did. I could not, and I... Didn't understand why, but now I do. <laughs> well, you know, Giants, remember, I told you they were in that race to the bottom. Um, but having said that, I also been, was saying all year that they weren't using Manning right, that he's he's, he's not washed up. And uh, he may not even get a chance past this year. Just, you, know, they, you know, people want younger blood like, but uh, I still think he's pretty decent. Barkley's hitting. I wish they didn't have Beckham. Wish they had never gave him his contract. Uh, having said all that, uh, I'm going to take the Giants against the Redskins. 
The Giants are four and eight. It is not outside of the realm of possibility that that second wild card spot in the NFC is going to go to a team that's eight and eight. Yeah. If yeah. they can run the table, I have no idea how the tiebreakers would, you know, fall out or whatever. But uh, if they run the table, they'll be right in the conversation. Right. It's a tall order, of course, but right, right. We're keeping things consistent here because I'm also picking the Giants. I don't have any luck with the Redskins, but the Giants uh, came through for me last week, so I'll stick with them. I hear you uh, riding that same horse. Yep. All right. All right, Broncos at the 49ers. Well, I think we're both we're both going to be on the Broncos there. Yep, and I mean the Forty ers of course. Uh, I don't even think they're listed in the playoff picture anymore. Um, I, I don't think so either. They're done. But the Broncos are tied with the Titans, the Colts, and the Dolphins, and one game behind the Ravens. And of course, we already talked about the Ravens are playing the Chiefs, so they have a decent shot to lose at least. Um, they're fighting for that playoff spot right now. Yeah, so, and and Keenan is playing every bit as good as uh, Cousins for sure. So, you know, it's sort of interesting that they didn't make that attempt to, to keep him. But anyways, we're going to be the same again. So here we're both on uh, riding that same, same horse, excuse yep. the pun. Uh, I don't think the horse is changing any. The next one is Bengals at Chargers. Bengals at Chargers. Well, we know how those two teams are trending, and the Chargers are flying high, so got to go with the Chargers. Yep, and they're at home too, so. Yeah. Next would be Lions at Cardinals. Well, Lions beat the Packers, but we had So did the Cardinals. <laughs> I meant the Cardinals beat the uh, Packers just last week. Well, so did the Lions. Yeah, I I said last week. Oh, well, not last week, but they both beat the Packers, what I'm trying to say. When Cardinals uh, won that game, that's what put the nail in McCarthy's uh, coffin, the final nail. Uh, Crosby missed a field goal, right? They could have won it or put it in overtime, I think. Right at the very end of that game, he Crosby's years had been more consistent over the years, but he blew that one. So, having said all that, and I know the Cardinals keep winning on games, I don't expect them. I told you I'd never bet on them again. For the most part, I think I've stuck to that except for once, but I'm going to take the Lions. <laughs> I took the Lions, too. Oh my gosh! Right, we're gonna have carbon copies here. So, how many games we? How many games we got left? Be different. For me and you to pick. Uh, four. But okay. so maybe Aaron Rodgers paid Crosby off to miss that field goal. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Could be. All right. Next up is Eagles at the Cowboys, and this will be an interesting game. Uh. With lots of consequences, the Cowboys are seven and five right now, sitting in the fourth seed, the like worst record division winner. Eagles are six and six, and mm. out of the playoffs, at only you know one game behind, right? So 
This is a yeah. playoff game for the Eagles. Well, I'll tell you, the thing that scares me is, I mean, I would, I really, really, really want to stay with the Eagles because they were my Super Bowl pick, but what bothers me now is uh, there's that secondary. It just looks so weak with all the injuries they got. And uh, I don't know if they got something in the, left in their bag they can pull out or not. And they're at Dallas, right? Yep. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that one on reserve. You want to come back to it? Yeah, because we're getting towards the end. We'll come right back to it. Go ahead. Okay. So we're going from one of your Super Bowl picks to the other. Next is Steelers at Raiders. I'm with the other Steelers. Yeah, they gravely disappointed me last couple weeks. Um, And the Raiders played Kansas City really tough. They put up 33 points on the Chiefs. I... Want to like say you. that the Steelers' defense is a little better, but I don't think the offense is near as good. So uh, we might be looking at the same scenario, but about ten less points. Yeah, just seems like we cannot protect the lead. We get in front of games that should be over, and we'll miss an extra point. We'll fumble the ball. We'll throw a cheap pick. Uh, it just me off. But having said all that, I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, of course, at the same point, we come back from 16 points with seven minutes left in a game we had no business being in to begin with. So Yeah, you're being more philosophical than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still picking the Steelers with you. All right. Next up is Rams at Bears. Rams at the Bears. Well, I don't know. In a way, the Bears need it more, but the Rams need it too, based on seedings. And uh, Seattle's breathing down their neck and looking like maybe one of the better teams in the NFC. Well, the Rams clinched the division. They will not lose the division to Seattle. They're up by four games on Seattle. Yeah. So even if they lost out and Seattle won out, the Rams would still win the division. Yeah, I know, but I'm, uh, I was talking more about momentum and uh, going in down the wire. Yeah, I wasn't arguing with you. I'm just filling in yeah, con- no, I, some context. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think you were. Plus, they're looking at seedings with the other teams. They had lost to the Saints in that one game and uh, uh cetera, cetera, But Right. If the Saints I, tie the Rams, the Rams would be the second seed. Yeah, is Daniels uh, still quarterbacking or is Trubisky back? I don't know. As far as I haven't heard anything, I would assume it's still Daniel, but I'll try to look that up. No, no, it's not necessary. I'm I'm, going to make my pick anyways regardless. I'm going to take the Rams. Now you got me curious, though. I'm going to look it up anyway. Bears confident Trubisky will play. Okay. Does that change your mind at all? No, because I figure he's going to be a little bit rusty and maybe his uh, shoulders might still be not 100%. The only thing I like about the Bears is they're at home. That's what I like the best about them. 
You have that warm weather team coming in there to Chicago probably a, a cold, cold, windy day. Uh, that could change things a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I'm still going to go with the Rams. Yeah, this is going to be a really interesting game because the Bears, of course, lost a game that most people thought they should win at the Giants. And so now we're questioning, well, are the Rams really that good? Well, here's the test, right? Are they going to be able to hang with the Rams at home? Um, And although I think this is going to be a really good game, I just I think golf is further along in the career path than Trubisky. And yeah. if it was Chase Daniel, I would think the same thing. I'm just saying that they both have good defenses, if not great defenses. They both have really good, talented guys at wide receiver and running back and all that. Um, the advantage, in my mind, goes to the Rams at the quarterback position. And for that reason, I'm sticking with the Rams like you, even though the Bears have been, you know, one of my pet teams all year. Um, and I like them, but I I think they're going to – I still think they're pretty good, but I don't think they're Rams good. They're not they're, – excuse the commercial pun. They're not Ram tough. <laughs> <laughs> The Armchair Analysts is brought to you by Dodge. Yeah, that's right. Ram Tough. You get a sponsorship out of it. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so um, that is the, the Sunday night game, by the way, I believe. Well, what, the Rams and the Bears? Yep. Well, here's, here's the, I'm still, I'm not changing my thing on the Rams, but I think that game's going to go down to the very end, and the, Equalizer is going to be the weather. The Bears are going to play better in that weather than the Rams. And uh, I think it's going to come down to to the end, to, you know, something happening. But even said that, I still can't not take the Rams. But go ahead. Uh, so that brings us to the Monday night game, which also has more playoff implications. The Vikings at the Seahawks. The Vikings right now are the sixth seed. The Seahawks are the fifth seed currently in the playoffs, and the Vikings are behind the Seahawks by half a game. Yeah. Well, that's like you said, of all the games, we got might be one of the biggest in terms you know, whatever, but... I don't know. I like how they're trending, and uh, they seem to have, like that one announcer said, blown up the team and started earlier and uh, over. I mean, they're coming on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the Seahawks. I'm right there with you. We're thinking exactly like this week. Uh, how many, how many games have we got different so far? Zero. All right. Okay. Good. Keep going. Um. Well, I was just, just going to echo what you said. They're trending in the right direction. They're at home in one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. Um, if they lose, they're going to drop not only behind the Vikings, but possibly out of the playoff picture altogether for this week anyway. And 
it's going to be a playoff game in Seattle, and that atmosphere is just going to be deafening. I think it'll be an exciting game because I don't think the Vikings will go quietly. Um, but I think the Seahawks, you know, just have the advantage in uh, in in that stadium. I think they'll. It's probably it's going to be crazy. I see a lot of uh, you know scoring fourteen points inside of two minutes, some long punt returns, maybe some pick sixes. I think it's. I don't know that it's going to be a track meet per se, but I think it's going to be. You know, some explosive plays in there. Well, like you said, the Seattle's got what they call the twelfth man with the noise out there. So, yep. uh, I'm like I said, uh, I'm 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 going to hang with Seattle. All right, so we got to circle back to the only one that we uh, skipped over here, and this is the Eagles. And so so far, we're we're picking the same teams, right? We are. We have picked every single game the same. Even right, ones that we would not necessarily. And and I made my picks before we started talking, and I have not. I, I, I didn't make any, I didn't make any picks before we started talking. I know, but you don't know what I picked when when you started. No, right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's amazing, really. Uh, all right, so who 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 are we down to now? The Eagles and the uh, Cowboys. Yep, in Dallas. I I'll tell you what you pick first on this one. Okay. Well, I mean, I've already picked. Uh, I I figure you probably took the Cowboys. Absolutely. They're... All right. Well, just just to make sure we got something different, <laughs> I'm taking my Super Bowl pick. I'm taking the Eagles. All right. Pulled out of their out of their sleeve or wherever other part of their anatomy they want to pull it out of. Well, to me, it's going to be a question of our. Are you going to go eight and eight, and I go seven and nine, or are you going to go twelve and four, and I go eleven and five? I'll take the second one all day. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I agree. Now, having said all that, we only got that one different. Yeah. Uh, who'd you say was it? Lions playing the Cardinals at the Cardinals. Yes. I'm going to go back and change that one too, just to make sure we got something a little bit different. I'm going to take the Cardinals. You're going to go back on your on your word that you would never, ever, ever pick the Cardinals again. Yes, I'm going to do that. Just like again. I said, we got to make this interesting. Yeah. You know who their offensive coordinator is now, right? Uh, Wizenhunt. No, Byron uh, Leftwich. Oh, Leftwich. That's right. Yeah, Byron Leftwich. Wizenhunt. I know what I was thinking about him. He used to be coach here. He coached uh, Tennessee, I think. He's interviewing for a college head coaching job at Georgia Tech this past week. I'm pretty sure they showed him on the Chargers sideline during that game against the Steelers. That might be where he's at now. He's bounced around. He's been with several teams. He was with the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, Steelers. He's been. He never really made it as a head coach, and he was pretty creative when he was with Ben. But uh, he didn't. I don't know. They uh, they couldn't consistently do what they needed to do, and he, he got his chance, but it didn't work out so good. But so I'm going to take it back and take that ugly old Cardinal team, and uh, I'm taking the Eagles. So here's the deal. I'm sticking with. With these high flying birds. Yep. Well, Eagles and Cardinals. But you didn't take the Ravens or the Falcons, the two bird well, teams. Well, you can't can't have all of these birds. You gotta. Yeah. 
you, you got to break it up a little bit, you know. You got to got to prune your birds. Yeah, I told you about the fastest animal on the planet, yep. the falcon. Peregrine falcon. I know the answer now. 200 miles an hour, man. That's moving. Well, of course you picked the Seahawks too. So you actually you got the Cardinals and the Eagles and the Seahawks. So you got yeah. so you got some birds. Yeah, but I just meant on our last two where we're different. I'm going with going with birds. Going with birds. You can say, man, that's for the birds, but. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this edition of the Armchair Analysts. We'll be back next week with more analysis, commentary, and predictions.